Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness. It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more. Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you. Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning. Today we'll be talking about determining the best fertility treatment option for you and your partner. Good morning, Dr. Toy and Dr. Tambari. It's a pleasure to have you. And Dr. Toyin back with us again today on the program. Morning. 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 Dr. Tambari, if I can start with you, can you tell us about fertility? What are the common causes of fertility problems here in Nigeria? Okay, so um, when we speak about infertility, we're talking about a couple who have been having regular unprotected intercourse for up to a year and have been unable to achieve pregnancy. Um, we have factors relating to the male and we have factors relating to the female that could cause fertility challenges. And these are almost you know, equally split between both parties. Um, in Nigeria, we see a lot of... Um, secondary infertility so we could have primary where there has been no pregnancies before no conceptions before and then we could have secondary where there's been you know conception before and subsequently their challenges achieving pregnancy now looking at our healthcare system the death of healthcare facilities or good healthcare services in the you know local regions that could contribute to the rise of secondary infertility because we see that Delivery practices are not as, you know, fantastic as we would like. Um, when we look at the potential causes now across board, for the men, we'll be looking at issues relating to their sperm parameters. And these could be things that maybe they're born with, so genetic, or these could be acquired along the way from either infections or from lifestyle, um, sometimes from things we call varicocils, which are treated surgically. And you could also have um, unexplained issues. So a lot of you know men have issues that we cannot explain. Now, I don't know if I can just jump in there. Um, there have been a lot of studies and some recent studies have come out showing that there's been a dramatic reduction in sperm count in men. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes. So looking at... The study that was done recently uh, by a couple of fertility clinics, we actually studied men who had been reporting at these clinics um, and their semen parameters from 2010 to about 2019. And we see that um, when we look at the main parameters, um, like the semen volume, the sperm motility, the sperm count, and the sperm um, morphology, that's the form of the sperm, we actually see that there's been massive drops in these parameters. So, for instance, if we're looking at the total sperm count, we find that for men, you actually have um, a decline from about 25.5 million to about 2.3 million between 2010 and 2019 on average. And when you're looking at the sperm motility, you're actually seeing a decline of about 38% to about 5% motility. Now, to put that in perspective, you want to have an average of about 15 million sperm in one male for you know a man and you want to have about a four percent um about sorry 32 percent motility 
for the same man. And so if you're looking at a 5% motility, that's actually a really low, you know, motility and the sperm might not be able to get to the egg in time. And if no. you're looking, sorry. Very, very, sorry, that's very, very alarming. Yes, it is. Um, and, uh, you know, and this is just in, what, 10 years? In 10 years, yes. Oh, I mean, I don't want to digress. I know we're talking about other things, but so why? Why are we, why are we talking about this? What, 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 what could be perhaps the cause? Well, it's a bit difficult to say. We know that um, we look at things like lifestyle, um, which could actually affect um, cellular function because when you look at things like alcohol use, maybe drug use, and general you know, health of you know, men or women generally because of um, environmental pollution and all that, which causes what we call um, oxidative stress from toxins, this could actually be things that you know, contribute to um, these poor parameters, climate change, you know, so it's, it's a bit difficult to say particularly what this. Anyway, well, I know we're going to be talking a bit more about um, you having a webinar to discuss some of these issues a lot more in the future. So if you'll just carry on talking, you've talked a bit, a lot about the, the men, if you can talk a bit about the women and then talk about some of the um, options and things that, and, and talk about, you know, just talk about the women's issues and then you can go, in, go on to talking about options that okay. perhaps we will be able to get into more depth to women. Okay, so for when we look at causes of female infertility, um, generally you want to ensure that the woman is in good health. So you don't want somebody who has um, a systemic disease that is not controlled. So things like hypertension, diabetes, or endocrine diseases like thyroid issues, you know, these could potentially affect fertility. And so you want to make sure that the woman is healthy. Um, you also look at her reproductive system. You'll be looking at things like the ovaries, where the eggs are stored. You want to know what is her current egg reserve. We know that women are born with their total egg reserve. And over time, the numbers reduce, but the quality also reduces. Now, you could also have environmental factors or certain medical conditions which contribute to, you know, a more rapid decline or in quality or quantity of these eggs. And so potentially, this could affect the woman's fertility. Um, you, from 35, we actually say that the woman's fertility is declining much faster than it has before. And so her chances are really reducing um, after that time. Now we look at the fallopian tubes, which are the channel between the body of the uterus and the ovary. So usually this is where the egg and the sperm will meet. And you want those fallopian tubes to be open. If the fallopian tubes are blocked, then you would have challenges with the egg and the sperm meeting. Now we have two. So if both of them are blocked, then there's no way for the egg and the sperm to meet. But if only one is blocked, the second one could potentially function um, instead of the other one. Now the uterus itself, which is where the baby is carried, could um, have issues. And so we want to find out if the woman has a healthy uterus, um, whether we have common things like fibroids. You know that fibroids are very common in black women. And so do we have fibroids? And if there are fibroids, do they require intervention? Because you want to be sure that the uterus is as clear as possible to accommodate that baby. You also want to look out for things like adhesions, which are scar tissues, which could potentially affect the inner lining of the uterus, which is very delicate and you know it needs to be intact for 
uh, healthy implantation of the fertilized eggs. So we look out for things like that as well. You also look out for other you know, medical conditions like endometriosis, which is the condition that can potentially affect um, the gynecological reproductive system and can you know make fertility difficult. Um, sometimes, you know, a lot of Nigerians like to talk about infection and a lot of the times those infections we're looking at can potentially cause the scarring that I have talked about. And so this is why we might be looking out for things like infection. Now, you also want to look at the, you know, sexual behavior of the couples because we expect people to get pregnant, but the truth of the matter is the couples are not having sex. So if the man is in Malaysia and the woman is in Nigeria, then there's not going to be any pregnancy. Or some women have, you know, vaginismus. There's actually pain trying to get in. And so um, you cannot successfully you know, penetrate. And these are issues that um, might not... I think that I think one of the things you just brought up is actually, you know, that that is taken for granted when people are actually discussing issues and uh, it's important to to actually emphasize that that needs to be taking place because um it's it, it's interesting when we talk about treatment options and because it would actually be you know what why don't you try having sex in the first place um as opposed to just coming for treatment you know so that's just one of the things that i think it's very good that you emphasize thank you thank you so um Basically, we need to make sure that the couple is doing everything that they need to be doing. And then, you know, we would take into consideration their own history because every couple is unique and then find out what the potential issues are. So they'll have a, a consultation with a doctor if they come into Bridge Clinic and we will talk about what their issues are, how long they have been trying. And then we do basic investigations or we do a comprehensive set of investigations, which will give us further insights into their problem. And then that would guide us to what kind of treatment to recommend. So like I said, mm-hmm. so yeah. well, I think that it's important that we, we, you know, you're going to do that, but I know you're having a special webinar. You normally have a welcome forum, Dr. Tony. And um, this time we're having uh, a special one. <clears throat> Can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, sure. So um, on the 16th of September, at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're having a virtual, so like a webinar on Zoom. All right. And this is really open to everybody who is concerned about their fertility, has questions about fertility, is considering, you know, some kind of fertility treatment. Um, so it's really open to everybody. Um, and it's really Can just... Can I ask a question, to, though? Yeah. We need to ask, is it only people who are interested in fertility? What if I am interested in my child's fertility? What if I'm interested in my friend's fertility? You know, there's some people, you know, we are concerned for them. They don't appear concerned as as we think they should be, particularly as time is, you know, galloping on. Uh, Can can anybody attend this or do you have to have a problem to be able to attend this webinar to attend to, to learn more about it? No, so you know anybody who just wants to get educated or have more awareness is absolutely welcome to join. So, so all those different options you gave. So maybe your sister or your friend at work has been complaining about this and that, and you want to find out for them. Absolutely, come and join the webinar. It's free, um, you know, and it's just for us to really just you know have a good chat about all the different options, similar to what Dr. Sandy was talking about. You know what the challenges could be, how you go about finding out if you've got a problem or getting information, and then obviously what are the potential um, options available based on what um what we find you know after you've seen us in our clinic um so we're very very keen for as many people to join because you know at the end of the day awareness is actually the first step in everything a lot of people are just not aware of you know what could you know if there's a problem what could be the cause of the problem will there be a a freedom for people to ask questions 
absolutely. People can put their questions in the Q&A and then our doctor who is running the webinar will definitely ensure that we can answer every single question on that time. In the Q and A, and then you know if you know if people have extra questions or if people actually want to come and um, you know speak to somebody you know after the webinar, you know, we will let, we'll let them know during the webinar um, how they can contact us um, either by phone, or by email, or by WhatsApp to get further information. Okay, thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you. I think Dr. Tony, Dr. Tambury, this issue of a webinar, I think, is and a virtual one at that, is actually very, very, uh, very timely because people have, you know, a lot of challenges and people have a lot of issues, um, particularly with confidentiality. How, how are you going to, going to make sure that um, the confidentiality is maintained on the webinar? Yeah, that's an excellent question because just like you said, a lot of people, you know, don't want to come out and kind of be associated with infertility or fertility challenges. Um, so definitely, when we are, um, when people are registering, you know, you're not going to have to put your full name; you just put your initials, so that when you're asking your questions, you know, in the Q and A section on the webinar, it'll just be initials that are showing, and therefore you can really feel free to be as open and as honest and as vulnerable as you really need to be. Because obviously, what we're trying to do to answer all those really pressing, maybe embarrassing, maybe concerning questions, you know, that you feel that you may have without any, you know, without you feeling in any way um, that someone's going to judge you or somebody else might know you on the webinar, you know, so we're going to really just ensure that we have that in place to really, you know, give the, a really robust discussion and be able to really just address your, your anxiety and your issues. We're here, but I think the, the bottom line is that, you know, with the challenges that are happening, um, particularly, you know, this, the things we talked about, about the male sperm, we talked about the female issues, we've, we haven't even talked about the societal challenges. But luckily, you know, the, the, the issue of the kind of treatments that are available, um, I don't know if you want to mention one or two of them and, and, and how the webinar will be able to help uh, people in, in determining which way to go. No, absolutely. So, you know, like Dr. Tambri mentioned, um, one of the, you know, a lot of, one of the common causes that we see in this part of the world in Nigeria is, is secondary fertility. And when it comes to the women, you know, a big, you know, one of the big contributors to that is issues with their tubes. You know, and if your tube is blocked, if your tube is blocked, there's no way you can spontaneously get pregnant because there's no connection, there's nowhere for the sperm and egg to meet. So if, you know, a test has shown that your tubes, both your tubes are blocked, then the only option really is IVF, right, which is in vitro fertilization, um, which is essentially us, you know, um, taking your egg, taking the sperm, you know, and doing that meeting in the lab as opposed to that happening, you know, in your body, which is the natural thing that would happen. So the good news is that there's definitely, you know, um, a way forward. You know, if the blocked tubes doesn't mean you're never going to be able to have your own child. All it means is there's a different process to have your own child, which is um, IVF. Um, now then, if you look at the male side of things, you know, um, unfortunately, you know, like we said, you know, the sperm parameters are so much worse compared to 10 years ago. You know, this is a real challenge. But again, there's hope because there's something you can do about it. Now, normally a sperm needs to be able to move well and also move in a forward direction you know, to try and find an egg and fertilize an egg. But if you've got, you know, issues with sperm movements or the way the sperm looks, um, that's going to reduce those chances of happening. So how do we avoid that? So uh, 
part of IVF is a specific technique where you basically take one sperm cell and you inject it directly into the egg. Right, so you're sort of removing the need for the sperm to swim, to move, to search, to find anything. You know, you take a sperm cell and you just inject it directly into the egg. And that's something called ICSI. You know, and ICSI is really, really revolutionary in helping male, particularly male infertility. Because like I said, you just need one sperm, you know, and that one sperm will be injected directly into the egg. And then you hope the fertilization takes place and those um, that embryo gets sort of natural and cultured. Um, so, you know, these are some of the options that we have um, for different um, issues that might happen. Another thing I wanted to mention, actually, is, again, you know, in this part of the world, we know that certain hereditary diseases are a really you know, challenging problem. You know, so sickle cell disease is a big, big thing you know, that we know is very common in us um, Black Africans. Um, but again, you know, there is hope you can have a sickle-free family. You know, and the trauma of having a child that's sickle cell, you know, all the challenges that go with that, you know, all the health um, challenges, the risks of the child, you know, the, life, the lifespan that's affected. Um, something called PGT can actually help. So PGT stands for pre-implantation genetic testing. All right. Now you need to do IVF to do PGT. But what you're trying to do, you're trying to basically select an embryo that doesn't carry the gene for sickle cell disease. And therefore the child that will come from that embryo will not have sickle cell disease, will not be a carrier, will not pass it on into further generations. So it's really fantastic that this technique is there and we offer that at British Clinic um, for couples. So maybe, you know, you got married, maybe you weren't aware that you both carried a sickle cell trait. I do know that nowadays they're part of the whole church counseling. It tends to be, you know, let's go do your genotype, you know, find out what we are, you know. Um, and, you know but obviously, you know, love is love, you know, and sometimes you know, AS and AS want to spend their lives together. And the great news is they now can spend their lives together and have children that don't carry sickle cell genes that's really fantastic um, especially is. for our community it is it is it is indeed I, I know some couples who you know lives have been really shattered by the fact that they couldn't come together now the in the past now one of the things that is happening is with women's career and all those kinds of things um, you know they're not getting pregnant on time and, and this whole issue of egg freezing when you're talking about an option you know, because there's single women out there. They're thinking, you know, what are my options? You know, I, do I have options? You know, even as a single woman, what are my options? What can I do? You know, so things like the egg freezing, is that a treatment option? How do you view that? Um, you know, is that, how, how do we, and also for older women, you know, are these some of the things that we can, you know, sort of dig into um, at the webinar? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we're gonna we're gonna cover all that. But you know, just like you said, you know, we're in a time when you know, you know, women, you know, it's it's not it's not like it was when you know, by the time you're 21, you're married. Mr. Wright is unfortunately not always around the corner, you know. And then you know, and then also you're also trying to you know get your career sorted out. So you know, egg freezing, you know, or sorry, you might have heard it referred to social social freezing. It's all about freezing your eggs, all right. And like Dr. Tambry said, you know, us women are born with you know, the total number of eggs we're ever going to have, and that decreases over time. But obviously, if you're not yet ready to have a family, or you've not yet met the person you want to have a family with, you can come and freeze your eggs, which is great. You know, so it doesn't affect, it doesn't interrupt what you're doing, your career carries on, right? So you have to do an IVF process to collect the eggs, and then the eggs are kept for you, stored and frozen. And then whenever you're ready, maybe five years, seven years, ten years later, you know, maybe you've now met, you know, Mr. Wright, you know, he comes along, you know, gives his semen sample, you know, the eggs are thawed out, you know, fertilization happens and you can both have a child, you know, 
And the great news is that, you know, because you froze your eggs when you were younger, the quality of those eggs are much better. Right, so egg freezing does have a bit of a time limit. You know, I would advise anybody who is, you know, 35 and under, should, you know, who's considering it, should come and get that done. You know, we don't really want to do it when you're you know, in your 40s because the quality of the eggs, you know, like I said, you know, are going to um, compromise how well that egg might survive when you actually need to use it. So if you're 35 and under and you're not yet ready to um, you know, start a family, but you're obviously, you know, you're very savvy, you're aware that, you know, at what point I do want to have a family, come and freeze your eggs. That's really what I'll say to all our okay. single career women out there. Okay, so now those are some of the thoughts. The thoughts. But one of the things that... Um, Dr. Tambari said, is that, you know, important to have, oh wow, time is actually against us. It's important to have a, you know, an opportunity to have a consultation. And these days, financials are a huge, huge part of what it is, you know, you know, that's causing sort of delay in people seeking treatment, etc., and finding out what they need to do. You know, I, I want to ask you and sort of push, is there, a, is there an opportunity for the Bridge Connect to maybe give people who've come for this webinar, you know, a free cycle, maybe a five people, maybe 10? I don't know. Is that, is that, it, would it be possible to give them a free consultation at least to, 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 you know, to encourage people to come on the webinar, at least people who've listened to it on Doctors On Air who want to, you know, who come in, is that possible? You know, what, what you said about the financial aspect is so, so relevant right now, you know, and of course, you know, we're, we're very happy for everyone to come and join the free webinar, you know, and get information that they need, you know, but of course, I mean, I think definitely that's something that we can look at, you know, we'll probably, you know, maybe something that we'll reveal on the actual day of the webinar, you know, um, if you join the webinar, um, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have a little look at maybe selecting you know, a certain number of couples, you know, and, um, offering you, you know, like a free consultation with one of our doctors, you know, just to just to really help, you know, get you, you know, to that next stage of where you want to be. So definitely that's something that we can definitely look at, um, you know, just to help because we, we fully understand the challenges of everything that's going on right now, you know, in our well, economy. Well, for me, I think all I want to do is encourage the more people of the better, that, you know, to have this opportunity to, to be able to be one of the lucky few who, who gets this opportunity to get a free consultation. How can people link onto this webinar? So, um, yeah, so on, on all of our social media platforms, so either our Instagram platforms or if you go to our website, which is um, www.thebridgeclinic.com um, or our Instagram handle, which is Bridge Fertility Clinic, and there is a link um, on there and you just read, click on the link and you can register from there. And like I said, you know, we're going to do our best to ensure that that confidentiality is present for the registration so that we can really get the most out of the webinar. Okay. So, Dr. Tambury, do you have any last words for our listeners? Yes, I would say that, um, you know, a lot of couples have been, you know, they've achieved their dream of having a family through Bridge Clinic. And so I encourage them to, you know, come in. We're a very religious society and I know we pray a lot. 7 a.m. everybody's on a prayer call. Um, after the prayer call, walk into the clinic. And I believe that your faith and our expertise can work hand in hand and you can get all you want. Thank you. Dr. Tony. I just want to encourage everyone um, to join the webinar. So September 16th, 10 a.m., you know, it's open to everyone. And, you know, this is not just, you know, to people in Nigeria. We British Clinic has a lot of international clients. So if you know people who are based, you know, internationally, you know, let them also, you know, um, you know direct them to the link, to the website, and let them join um, the webinar as well. And like I said, on the day, we should reveal you know, some good news for a certain number of couples as well. Thank you very much.
Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela.